0: This morning's readings remind us to give thanks for all the abundance in our lives. God tells the Israelites, when you have built fine houses and live in them, do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth, forgetting the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Paul exhorts the Corinthians to give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And when a soul leper returns to give thanks for being healed, Jesus asks, were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? So the message is clear. Give thanks and never take for granted all that God has given you, for you did not achieve it on your own. We live with such abundance in this place by almost any measure we might use. So maybe it's kind of easy for us to give thanks on this day, that sense of plenty in our lives being so apparent. And yet, dig a little deeper, and you will find its opposite, scarcity. There are parishioners who will be alone today, maybe even some of you sitting here this morning. Others in our community will sit down to a feast with loved ones, but in their heart will be an empty chair, marking the presence of someone they loved so much and lost. And a few of our St. Luke's folks may honestly see little reason in their life for giving thanks. They are hospitalized, depressed, angry, or generally disappointed at how their life turned out. Casting our vision a bit wider, you might see that there are people among us in Los Gatos who are suffering on this Thanksgiving Day. Even in their wealth, they feel something missing in their lives. And then there are the homeless who live around here, some friendly, some mentally ill, some at the end of their rope, most in need of our help. The other day when it rained, one of our food pantry regulars, wet and angry, shouted at me on the corner of university and Maine, Hey, Ricardo, when is the church going to open its doors so the homeless have a place to be sheltered? I'm going to sue your church. Mm. If you allow yourself to think about it, these are just dark times, period. The hurricane that was followed by another, then two earthquakes, then another hurricane, then raging fires. The shooting at a concert in Las Vegas, followed by the moving van running over bicyclists and pedestrians in New York, followed by the shooting at a Baptist church in Sutherland Springs, Texas the politics that have torn our country in two, making us suspicious and resentful of one another. I won't even telescope out to mention the world's tragedies or climate change, but you get the picture. Why the hell are we giving thanks at all, despite our abundance, when the world is such a mess? How dare we? This is how we dare. We give thanks this day and always, I hope, because even in the darkness there is light. Even in our loneliness, our missing a loved one, our despair, God loves us, and so do others. We are surrounded by love, personal and impersonal. Did you know that there is probably someone in the world whom you have never met who is praying for you today? Whenever we pray for the homeless, those who've lost loved ones, for victims of disaster, for the lonely, we are insisting that we belong to each other and we must care for each other. Just as you pray for these things, so others pray too, and your particular distress will be mentioned somewhere in the world and offered up to God. All those little sparks of light rising up in prayer through the darkness that surrounds us. The pastor of the Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, Texas, Frank Pomeroy, lost his 14-year-old daughter in the shootings that day. In his first sermon after the attack, he emphasized the power of light to triumph over darkness. We have the freedom to choose, and rather than choose darkness as this one young man did that day, I say we choose light. Today, Araceli Martinez Ramirez will speak at her church in Houston. I read this in today's New York Times and I paraphrase. She lost her home in the hurricane even as the government considered ending the visa program that allowed her and other young immigrants, the so-called dreamers, to stay in the United States. Yet even with deportation as a possibility, the government came through. FEMA provided aid that allowed her family to buy another home. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services renewed her visa, allowing her to stay. And at a time when anti-immigrant rhetoric seemed to have hit a fever pitch, Dozens of people she didn't know reached out to help. They sent food, clothing, couches, refrigerators, and more. This is where she sees grace this Thanksgiving. Nobody cared or even asked, are you undocumented? Are you illegal? Nobody did that, she said. We were in need, and they felt in their heart that they were going to help. And last Thursday night, amid the rains, as I prepared for our vestry meeting, a young homeless man took shelter in the overhang of our courtyard, recharging his cell phone. I gave him a few fig bars and some water, and I asked how he was doing with the rains and all. Oh, I'm fine. I've lived out here 16 years, and this is nothing. I told him to take care, and he said, I will. I just feel so blessed and grateful for all I have, you know. Thank you for this church and for all you do for us. I am blessed in so many ways. With a big smile on his face, I returned to my office, the room now overly warm from the space heater being cranked up, feeling a little guilty for not inviting him in, sensing that I had just been given a gift in the form of his gratitude amid the rain and the cold and the hunger. Do not, give care, do not give thanks carelessly on this Thanksgiving day, as if you are the source of all the good in your life, as if by some trick of the mind you can simply blot out all the darkness that surrounds us and focus on just the joy that is before you. Give thanks carefully, knowing that to do so is to insist that the light of love and caring you hold in your heart will never be snuffed out by the darkness. Give thanks carefully carefully, knowing that to give thanks for all you have is kind of an empty gesture if you don't do something with that gratitude and abundance you have, and lift up another still sitting in darkness and lack. Lift them up into the light of hope. Give thanks with all your heart, and if you don't already know how, teach yourself to be the light whose glow will guide others in this coming year so that when we come and gather together here next Thanksgiving Day, there will be just that much more hope in the world. Happy Thanksgiving.